Are you ready to create a life you crave? Let's spin that doom loop of negativity into an upward success cycle and start living lucky. Good morning. morning. I'm Jana. I'm Jason. And we are living lucky. Midlife crisis. Ooh, we've heard that one That before. sounds fun. Why don't we reframe that to a midlife awakening? That sounds better. Right? Wouldn't yeah. you rather? Right. If I'm playing <laughs> would you rather and I have the option between a midlife crisis and a midlife awakening, I'm definitely choosing the midlife awakening. Let's talk about, let's just talk about what happens. Let's define, let's go through the process. Because you and I both have have gone through this. Yeah. So to me, a midlife crisis, uh, we talked about it the other day, is it's that that itching and that um, it's almost like you're, you're coming out of your skin. It's, an, it's a panic attack from the inside. You don't know what you're longing for, but you're longing for something. Yeah. You start fearing the birthday candles. <laughs> right. You're running out of time. And it's not necessarily that you're getting older. Your biggest fear is that nothing has changed from the year before. Mm. And you start feeling stale. And that what you're doing doesn't matter. What you're doing doesn't matter. You start looking around going, is this as good as it gets? Yeah. Is this what my childhood self dreamed of? (laughs) Is this the life that I have been working so hard to create? Because it's, it's good, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you're on a plateau and you're like, is this what it's going to be like for the next 40, 50 years? Yes. And you're like, if this is what it's going to be like for the next 40 or 50 years, no, thank you. And if (laughs) I have to see another candle and go through this same charade again next year, and yet I have the same goals, I'm working toward the same milestones but i'm working harder i'm working on losing (laughs) those same five pounds i'm working on saving those same ten thousand dollars i'm working on trying to cut down that credit card debt the same credit card debt that i'm working on this year it's like i'm working on the same things nothing is exciting because I'm doing the same vacations with the same people. I'm spending the same holidays with the same people. I'm going to work every day, having the same conversations. I'm having the same emotions. It's monotony. It is monotony. Here's the thing though. It's not that bad. It's not bad enough to really do anything about it. Right. However, it's been going on now year after year after year. There's an old commercial. And and I don't know why I remember this so well. Because it's an old, old commercial. But I remember it, it from when Dunkin I was... the Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Yes. <laughs> where the guy would get up to go make the Dunkin' Donuts. And he would literally go, it's time to make the donuts. And it showed him doing that like over and over and over again every morning. It's time to make the donuts. And he would say it with such a an Eeyore face. Like, it's time to make <laughs> it's like the donuts. like he was melting from the inside. Yes. And I found myself, when I started to go to work, well, Jason and I have often talked that Sunday night that's pressure. Like 60 minutes comes on. Yes. So, scary Sundays. Yeah. Sunday night when you hear the tick, 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 
and you're like, oh, I got to go to work tomorrow, you know, and then work would come. And for me, I actually got so that I was saying the same jokes with the same people. So I worked with a, a table of four people and we had a talk show and I knew that when I would throw out a beach ball joke, a <laughs> beach ball joke, I knew exactly who was going to respond and at what point. Like we knew each other so well. I actually had folders of March conversations, <laughs> February conversations, January conversations. We had events that the radio station put on every year in special months. So I knew exactly what was coming up and what, like, I had Henny Youngman jokes that we would tell <laughs> at certain times that of the like year. sounds like Lawrence Welk jokes. <laughs> it felt like my conversations were becoming monotonous. And then every four years, I knew that we would have political conversations that were coming up and we would talk about that for the year before and then the year after. And in between, you'd have the Olympics. And, and then, yes, yep. I mean, it just became so predictable. Life became predictable. Yeah, and, and, and then once <clears throat> life becomes predictable, you base life on your past predicts. Yeah, your familiar past. Yeah. Your familiar past. Yeah. And so if you've had a good past, then you say, okay, well, it's going to be a good, pretty good future. But you're kind of in the mindset of this is monotony and this is just going on and on and on and on and on and not, and nothing's changing. And your soul wants spontaneity. It wants uncertainty because when you're younger, when you're going off to college and when people would say, that's not possible. You you can never do that. I can conquer the world. You have this. You have this. Well, I'll show you. I can do whatever I want. And you do. You end up putting yourself out there. You try new things. You take risks. And that's where you start living lucky because you... You start getting outside your comfort well, and zone. You, and you believe that you can. And you believe that you can. Now, many times we get proven that we can't, but well, that's okay. We, we get proven that we, we're, we're going to go through failure before we get there. Thank you. Thank you so, for... And one of the things about this midlife crisis is is you, your soul is itching and burning for that, for more and for greatness. And like yours was calling out saying, hey, Jana, there's something bigger and better out there for you. Mine, mine was was crying and saying, is this all there is? Is this, is this, is this what your life is going to be like for the rest of your life? And what we do is oftentimes if we're heading, if we stay on the path for midlife crisis is we go out and we try to fill that hole or, or satisfy our soul in a way that ultimately just kind of destroys what we've built up to this point. So we go get in a new relationship outside of our, our current relationship. We go buy this sports car or yacht that we can't afford, but it makes us feel young and new again. It, it, it adds this excitement to our lives for a moment. And it, it really wrecks kind of the, the building blocks that we've already built. And this midlife awakening allows for a little bit of a different path because... Well, because it's from inside. Yes. It's introspection. It opens it allows up the door you for to... self-awareness and really understanding what your soul is saying instead of trying to do a quick fix with, with something that's with not With the exterior. Really, yeah. You're trying to put a Band-Aid 
on, on a bullet wound. Yes. <laughs> and, and what you have to do is you have to start digging through some of the... Well, you have to be willing to let go of some of the emotional baggage that you've been holding on mm, to. Yes. And that's what we don't realize. Because in order to start getting outside our comfort zone and in order to start taking risk and in order to start reinventing ourselves at a midlife age, whatever that age is for you, for most people, it's around 40. And in order to do that, you have to let go of some of the hurt and rejection and pain and doubt and uncertainty that you've held on to. And some, I love that you brought up baggage, like the baggage that we carry, because a lot of times in this area where we're making the decision of whether to go down the road of midlife crisis or whether to take a little turn and go down the midlife awakening, because right at that fork in the road, we're packing a bag and and saying, well, I don't want the the past to be wasted and I don't want the future to be wasted. So we start loading that bag up with, with all these thoughts and feelings and that gets us stuck. And so we just sit and we don't make the step forward. Like it's, it's looking at the road and saying, I'm not going to go anywhere because I don't want to waste the any, any more time. But you recognize that none of the time has been wasted because it's just been preparing you for this new awakening if you allow for the awakening. Otherwise, you can have the, you're going to have the awakening on the other side of the midlife crisis because that's just inevitably what happens. That's so big. <laughs> that's so big because it doesn't matter what you're stuck in. It doesn't matter what you're stuck on. It doesn't so let's let's get specific because people that probably glossed over for a lot of people. Let's say you've been stuck in I've never been able to find the perfect relationship. Oh my gosh, I hear it all the time. I've never been able to find the perfect relationship. Or I had a great relationship, that ended, and there's no good people left. And now I'm 40 <laughs> years old, and... I got, I got a kid, I got no kids, I got three yes. kids, whatever it is. And now dating has changed, and, and how do I find someone in my 40s now to spend time with and to love me and to love and to... Yeah, and we're holding on to all this stuff that we've heard that 40 is over the hill. Like all There's these, so many limiting beliefs All these beliefs limiting there. beliefs that are packed in there. But you have to think about, well, you're A, you're not going through this alone. So you're 40 or in your 40s, you might be in your 50s. So there's tons of people out there going through the exact same thing, thing and they're looking for exactly what you're looking for. And it's just being what you want and having the faith that it is available to you. However, you have to let go of being hurt. You know the saying, you have to love like you've never been hurt. Yeah. And that's so hard. And really what it comes down to is we start closing up our heart. We really start closing up our heart because we want to protect ourselves. Yeah. And you mentioned it um, a, two, or, two or three podcasts ago that when we're not open, that that is a, just a clear sign that our comfort zone is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And we're trying to live in this little safety zone instead of just venturing out a little bit into the stretch zone where magic happens. 
And and then you when you start opening your heart, then that's when you're going to start hitting the hurdles. Oh, well, I attract the 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 alcoholics. I the attract the Yeah, I attract people <laughs> who are you know, need to be fixed. I attract people <laughs> who just want me for my money. I yeah. attract these people. I attract that people. Well, you have to become what you want to attract. And that's just one example. Yeah. That's just one example. I mean, we could go through, yeah, you hit, you hit this point and you're stuck in, well, I've never been able to be the financial person that I've wanted to be. I've never been able to balance my budget the way I've wanted. I've never well, um, been abundant and a lot the of way people, that I've wanted in my life. A lot of people life. also hit this when they have kids that have now gone off to college and they're back in the same relationship that they were in before they had kids. But now they've just had this 18 year period or, or however long period where they've put on a different robe and they weren't they didn't have the relationship with their spouse that it's, they really dreamt that they were going to have. And so there's there's all kinds of ways to be heading towards this midlife crisis. And that's why everybody hits it. Midlife awakening. Right. And that's why we're going to change Let's reframe it, it and get to the midlife awakening because on the front side instead of the back exciting. side. It is so exciting. And, well, you get a chance to be, reinvent yourself and actually get curious. Get, get curious and get back to what your dreams are and what your goals are and what your soul has been calling you to do. But the things that you, 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 you wore these jackets of responsibility for other things in your life. And you started kind of giving away um, your dream to go down all these side roads that, that really you built into your life. And it's, it's so powerful to just be able to, to reflect on yourself and say, what is it that I want? What is it that makes me happy? What brings what brings me joy on a daily basis? And how can I grow and blossom, like like really come into my springtime right now with the people that are in my life, with what I've already built, mm -hmm. and make that and have it flourish and I thrive. Agree. I agree. It comes down to those questions that we always say the the best questions to be able to communicate with yourself, which is, what do I believe? What do I want? Why do I want mm. it? What do I need to do to get it? Who do I need to become? And what do I need to let go of? Oh, that's big. That is huge. Oh! You can't grab what you want unless you let go of what you got. <laughs> it's really about communicating with ourselves. Communicating with ourselves, getting to know us. Getting to know me. <laughs> getting to know all about, about me. me. Getting to love me. I like it. Oh, that's fun, right? <laughs> well, midlife awakening. I like it. It's, it's a, just a really great way of thinking about it. It's the better option. It is the better option and the one that we choose. Hope this helps someone out there because I know that it's helped both Jason yeah and, and if I. you need help decide like if you're heading towards that road and you feel like you're in monotony and you and you want to instead of going down that road of midlife crisis you want to take a midlife awakening we are here for you reach out and uh just let's have a conversation have a great day guys bye-bye if the idea of living lucky appeals to you visit us at startlivinglucky.com 